0: Hello! Thank you once again for joining me here on a very delayed episode of Tenth Man. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. My extended absence was largely due to some technical improvements that I was working on, uh, but it was also due to the fact that I got a new job. For those who don't know already, my primary occupation at the moment is full-time dad to my three- and five-year-old. I've got no shame in saying my wife is the breadwinner of this family. We both had discussed and agreed prior to having kids that we wanted one of us to stay home with the kids rather than paying for daycare. And this turned out to be a good decision both financially and just for the fact that we wanted a parent to be the primary caregiver for our kids. Uh, On an interesting side note, I I do think it's it's kind of funny that over the five years now that I've been a full-time dad... Uh, I prefer that title over stay-at-home dad because I fear that the stay-at-home implies a lack of work. But in the time that I've been in this role, whenever people ask me what I do, I do tend to give some version of the explanation I just gave here about our reasons for it. When I really stop to think about it, though, I probably shouldn't be feeling a need to explain it. If people have questions about it, they can certainly ask me, but honestly, the vast majority of people who I've met and discussed it with have given me positive feedback and praise for it, so I really don't think there's, there should be an inherent need for me to explain that. But anyway, as I was saying, I got a new part-time job a few weeks ago, so I have been adjusting to balancing my time and finding out how I'll fit the production of this podcast into everything else. Part of why I work to get the job in the first place, uh, and also the podcast as well, really, is because I was trying to find outlets for more adult interaction and social time, because that's the, the biggest downside to me with staying home with my kids, is that after the day goes by, I very much missing that adult interaction. And it's it's definitely good to have an ability to have that interaction. And even though this isn't a two-way interaction, it does feel like a, a good way to get out there a little bit. But anyway, when I first decided I wanted to do a podcast, and before I even knew what I was going to call it, I knew that I wanted to cover topics that had a little bit of a taboo feel to them. But as I've put together topics which cover this theme, I've also realized that it's extremely difficult to consistently provide content on various topics that fall under the umbrella of taboo. Uh, And that's partially where the 10th man concept came to play in my mind. I want to cover topics that could be considered taboo, but not necessarily exclusively. I also want to explore ideas where there seems to be at least mostly a consensus in the public, or perhaps topics which aren't even really thought about much on one side or the other. As I said, I do have topics already in mind that fall under this theme. Of course, mental health in general and depression in particular is something that can sometimes be considered taboo. I, of course, had an episode on my journey with depression and I was quite intrigued to find that that episode had by far the most listens of any that I've posted yet. Uh, The general feedback that I received on it was that it was relatable and people seemed to appreciate my opening up and making myself vulnerable. If I'm being honest... Putting myself out there in that way actually felt like a step in the healing process for myself. As I had mentioned in that episode, I delayed taking proper care of my depression for a lot longer than I probably should have, and that was largely due to my own inability to acknowledge its existence for myself. And with that, I come to the crux of this topic, which is acknowledgement. This came in my mind actually on Thanksgiving because I find I tend to hear and read a lot, particularly on social media, about giving thanks on Thanksgiving, of course, having gratitude, being appreciative for all the blessings in our lives. And of course, I agree completely, particularly as someone who has struggled with depression, it's extremely important to maintain our gratitude. But more so than that, I think it's about acknowledgement. It took me acknowledging the existence of the depression before I could even think about what steps I would take to make the situation better. I think sometimes we need to acknowledge all the aspects of our lives, even the not-so-good ones. To have gratitude for something is fairly easy when you're grateful for great things, but acknowledgement of life itself. And Again, I'm speaking just for my own journey here, so I'm not professing to be any kind of expert on this, but acknowledging all the elements of my life with my kids, all the stress that that involves, the long nights, but also a barbecue outside with a beautiful sunset. All these little things make up my life. And really, I think it's what it all means when we talk about being present. Acknowledgement, or the lack of, is a big part of what makes something taboo. Isn't that interesting? Something can be a societal taboo, but it's only because it's so hard for people to acknowledge its existence. This is why things like homelessness, mental health, I mean, even war, if you get into the specifics, and death and grief are all in a lot of ways considered taboo. They're very sad, unfortunate things, and therefore difficult to acknowledge. But again, I think we all need to collectively get past our biases and fears. And really start to explore the things that do make us uncomfortable. I had mentioned gay marriage in a prior episode, but if you look at any examples of progress in our history, they all start with an acknowledgement of something wrong. Someone had to face the reality that homosexuality is not a mental disorder, even though it used to be classified that way by the American Psychiatric Association. This is what I want to explore with this show. I want us to acknowledge that there are depressed people choosing to end their lives legally in Norway, where doctor-assisted suicide is legal, even in cases where the patient is not terminally ill. I want to acknowledge the pain people suffer in situations that we don't currently have a solution for. But I also want to acknowledge the positives, the 10th man or woman figures out there that embody the qualities of what I feel to be 10th men. I just want to say quickly as a sidebar, I may have mentioned this earlier as well, but the 10th man has nothing to do with whether you're a man or a woman. So if I just say 10th man and don't say or woman, uh, please don't take offense to that. I'm sure you won't. But just again, I want to put that out there. It's just the generic term. But uh, again, the idea of a 10th man Uh, That was what my episode on Elijah Cummings was all about. In fact, today, December 1st, is the 64th anniversary of the day Rosa Parks was arrested in Birmingham, Alabama, for refusing to give up her seat on the bus. She was arrested, and of course, the rest is history. But what an embodiment of courage to face down someone attempting to do you such a gross injustice. Today in Montgomery, Alabama, a statue was raised in her honor. So as I said, with the timing of my pilot episode coinciding with the death of Elijah Cummings, I just want to take a moment to acknowledge the bravery of this woman on the 64th anniversary of what would mark the start of the Montgomery bus boycotts. Now in fact, something interesting that I found out as I was reading up on uh, Rosa Parks' story is that boycotting itself was a crime at that time in Alabama. It was a state law that you could not organize a boycott against the company in order to enact change. So the lawyers that were working on this worked very carefully to make sure they were called the Montgomery bus protests. It wasn't until later that they would become retroactively known as boycotts. And I just thought that was so interesting. There was literally a law that criminalized being a 10th man. And I also found out that Rosa Parks shares a birthday with my wife, who is the strongest person I know, which I thought was pretty great too. Thanks for checking out the podcast here at 10th man. Once again, I hope you all have time today to acknowledge all the things in your life. They are collectively telling the story of you. And I think we all Could do well to take a little more time to take in our own stories. I know it's something that I'm always working on for myself. If you like what you're hearing, please leave a comment or better yet, a voice message at my new voicemail line, 732-836-8446. That's 732-10th-go- I'm very open to hearing feedback, good or bad, because more than anything, I want to make sure I'm delivering a quality product that people enjoy hearing. And also, I'm very interested in any 10th man ideas that you may have for future episodes. Thank you again, and remember, don't be afraid to question the consensus.